Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's Gentlemen, we are the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. Welcome to episode number 97. Today is December 1st, 2019. I am one of your co-hosts, James, a.k.a. Jimmy Dice. And over here, completing my other half, my milk toast other half, is my buddy Ed. What's up, man? Hey, that's me. Cool. So that's the milk toast half of this podcast. (laughs) Let's go to the uh, tea and crumpets half of this, pro- of this podcast. All the way Where? over, hailing from Watnall, <laughs> we have Mr. Uh, Kevin Garbett and Mr. Chris Hall. Boys, how's it going hey. over there? Where, where, where are we from again? Watnall. 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 What the hell is that? What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, what in the hell is that, boy? I love, I love how we're moving around week after week. It's yeah, great, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, if I've not moved, me, I'm still in Wickedwood Hill. I keep Just moving around. Days ago, he was uh, sliding mm. down the B600 from Greasley. You know. What I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we are the scruffy-looking podcasters. You can send us an email, scruffypodcasters at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook, slash scruffypodcasters. We have our T public site. We've got some new merch, new material up there. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell us what's the latest stuff that we got on? Yes, we've got four new designs dropped on there last week. So we've got a Home Alone McClunky mashup ready for Christmas. And we've got some, we've got an Are You Kidding Me shirt, um, a What a Lad. What a lad shit and oh. a it's outrageous. <laughs> so yeah, get on there. Surely, surely worth it. Yeah, it's outrageous. It is outrageous. Yes. You can follow us on Twitter at Scruffy Podcast. Myself, Jimmy at Hubert two o seven, at Scruffy at B Kev at KPG one nine seven Hork Chris on Twitter at Chris Hall Artist on Instagram at Chris Hall Illustration Etsy Black Sheep Rebellion. Leave us some reviews on iTunes. Send us in some emails. Here we are and here we go. Episode 97. Three more episodes until the centennial, boys. How are we feeling? Oh, no. It's exciting, isn't it? You know what that One. means. What? Getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I like how you... Yep. <laughs> we have to have 100 shots. That's what I've been doing. Oh, God. Is that the challenge? 100 shots on our 100th episode? Between us, yeah. so like only twenty five each. Hundred shots of blue milk. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. Is <laughs> we'll that do it. is that is that on the special 
post-Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. so episode 100 will be the Rise of Skywalker review from us at 1 a.m. slash 6 a.m. the night after we see it. (laughs) Literally hours after we see it. We, we realize that as English people have seen it about three times at that point. Yeah, because we're fucking getting it above you, boys. Oh. <laughs> better mute that group chat. You better mute that group <laughs> chat because I'm spoiling <laughs> the fuck out of it. <laughs> Especially to Ed. Ed's going to get loads of text messages going. I can't believe oh my it. God. Can you believe it when fucking Obi-Wan said to Ray, hello, granddaughter? <laughs> <laughs> hello, I'll be fucking texting it. Oh, oh my god. Me. Can you imagine like ignoring the fact that Ray is not a Kenobi but <laughs> he had some kind of cameo in this in some way like he just Ewan McGregor's voice is in The Rise of Skywalker. That's a fucking true or false question we need to save when we do that. We're going we to hear Ewan McGregor's voice. We're going to get more than that. Jimmy after what I've had confirmed this week we're getting everything. <laughs> okay. We're not spoiling that, are we? Just let me know when I'm when I'm good to good to go on that one. <coughs> the, big, the big spoil. Well, you send. Well, it's not spoil. It's official, isn't it? It's an official video. It's that's not, that's true, like, isn't it? That is. Ward's not dropped it, has he? It's like. Are you definitely sure it's a modern video and not an old one? No, it's a modern one. <laughs> I've zoomed in on the photo numerous times while stroking myself. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when I can talk about it. Get the business out of the way. Let's, let's do this shit. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, we, we want to talk about our week of Star Wars, so why don't we just start there? I'll go first. I didn't, nothing really happened for me. I got some more X-Wing miniatures. A couple A-Wings, a couple B-Wings, and a Y-Wing. He's addicted. Yeah, I'm addicted. <clears throat> Where look- from, dude? Where from? Well, I got two of the Rebel Aces packages. And they're the they're from X Wing 1.0, but since I already I already had a uh, conversion kit, I already had the stuff for them. So yeah. they were only fifteen bucks a piece per. So it was thirty bucks for four ships. That's an amazing deal. Am I right, Jimmy? It's actually a really good deal. Yeah. So and then I got a Y wing because I want a Y wing. <laughs> uh, dude, the Y wing you got is the new Y wing that actually has the turret built into it. Oh man, money. Yeah, it looks good. It does look good. Um, I also bi- finally built my Poe Dameron X-Wing. From oh. The, yeah, I built it. I had uh, Lego, sorry. I built it with my cousin because I build Legos every Thanksgiving with her. And, yeah, it's cool. Like, the S-Foils open and close. Uh, it's a, it wasn't that hard. It was not as large as the Millennium Falcon, but. It's a good time building that. Um, and I think that's it. Unless you guys oh. can think of something I missed in my life. Well, I don't know what you did. What <laughs> <laughs> the hell are you doing with your life, Ed? That you did that you missed that you did the other day. That oh, I, I played X-Wing. We did a Vader versus X-Wing Miniatures. I did a Vader versus Boba Fett versus Luke Skywalker. So 1v1v1. And Vader won, but but I didn't understand the reinforce ability as well, so we may have muddled the rules on that. Uh Uh-oh. So Boba Fett probably should have won. As he should. Yeah. Um, 
but uh, it was really close. Vader won with like one health left. Anyway, that was my week. Cool. You did. You did do something, Ed, that you messaged about. You finished something. Oh right, duh. Can I see? I'll tell you what you did this week. So many hours of your life. (laughs) I'm going to do Ed's week in Star Wars from now on. My agent, Kev Garbett, has me covered. Yes, 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 yes. I take take 80% of your fee as well. (laughs) Of all of your income. I'll let you you keep 20 because I'm generous like that. I can't feed my kids off that. I don't care. I'm running your life. They're old enough now to go out into the wild and look after themselves. No, I I beat... Jedi Fallen Order on Jedi Master. I never changed yeah. the difficulty. That's fucking cool, man. Yeah, it was... Don't give me any spoilers, Ed, like you've done for certain other things, but what's, what's your thoughts? There is a stormtrooper in it. <laughs> oh, oh you've ruined it now. That bit that I saw in that book, though, mate. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I've got oh, it. Oh, Kev, the ending is epic. <laughs> the ending is wicked epic. Yeah. That's all I'll say yeah. um, about the ending. It's really fun. If you can get past the blocking annoyance the, the, the combat the combat yeah. can can use some work but the story is amazing and yeah. I, I mean i experienced con- combat on hard so like our jedi master so like i don't know if you're playing it in story mode i don't know what it's like mm, okay yeah so, i mean i'm playing it on i'm playing it on jedi master as well and it's taking me for fucking ever i'm still on zepho dude i'm trying to get the hell off of zepho i'm like, like where the, the hell do i go that's like the Second, first, first planet. Oh yeah, I, planet? I, yeah, it's the, it's the first planet I go. It's the <laughs> second planet I go to. You yeah. should just go I, into I story mode if it's too much of a bitch. Oh, well, it's not even that. It's just having enough time. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. <clears throat> yeah. So I was working away last week, so I've literally not played it at all. If you want to spend right. the least amount of time on it, I recommend going on story mode. Oh, but the gamer me will not let that happen. Right. So like. <clears throat> If you're a good gamer and you have really good reaction skills and you like blocking and dive, dodging and all that stuff um, and dying a lot to bosses because <laughs> I died a lot to one of them and it's just but I but it would still I would still progress like oh his health was lower than I've ever gotten before so I'll keep at it. It's definitely one of those games where it rewards uh, twitchy gamers for like the good dexterity skills. Yeah, 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 and you can't let up. Like okay. There's two storm two uh, scout troopers that are gonna I'm gonna fight like they have those vibro knives, those are easy. They're scout troopers, and then you're like you're like paying attention, half paying attention to something else, and then you die. You're like, oh yeah. Shit. You gotta like be on point the whole time if you're playing it on uh, Jedi Master. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool, man. That's a sweet week in Star Wars. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's all you did. Yeah, I'm like. Two thirds through, <laughs> I'm two thirds through Resistance Reborn, which is turning out to be pretty awesome. Uh, Leia is <clears throat> feeling the effects of, of her being thrown out into space. All right. Uh, well, it, I'll just jump into mine real quick, and we go over to you boys. Um, I'm also reading Resistance Reborn. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, cruising through. I picked up another uh, A wing from the Resistance um, faction for a Star Wars X wing. And I got this uh, Heir to the Empire source book, the role-playing game from like way back in the day. Star Wars The New Republic, Heir to the Empire source book. I got it for like three bucks. It's from West End um, Games, am I right? Uh, let's see. It's on the back. I think. Yes. Yeah, West End Games. 
Produced with the Star Wars the role playing game. Ooh. So you have all the characters in here, and um, you know it talks about Lando Calrissian. It gives a cool like backstory and all this stuff. It's really cool for just like the content, and obviously me because I I like to read all this shit. Uh, and they give you diagrams with lots of cool pictures of uh, all the characters and the weapons and fleets and stuff like that. Uh, so that's pretty much it for me. Chipping along at Fallen Order. I haven't finished it yet, but I will wait, eventually. Wait, wait, wait. Did Timothy Zahn write that? Uh, I think he I, did. Or at least... It's a guy. I mean, he he, he probably advised on it, but... Um, I know he was heavily involved with a lot of the RPG stuff. Back yeah, he was. Yeah, he helped out with, with this, but the design, and everything else, was done by these uh, other guys, Bill Slavasek or something like that. The design. Where did you pick that up from? Uh, I found it on eBay while I was searching for X-wing miniatures. <laughs> 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 I know, I know, the addiction is full on in. I'm like trying to build cool squadrons now. I was like, I want to do like a a Y-wing heavy A-wing squadron, like lots of ships, low points. Anyways. Moving along, moving along. You boys over in Watney, tell me what's going on. <laughs> Watney, Watney, Watney. Watney. Oh dear. Mine's easy because I've been working away again, so not much to report. Um, couple of couple of magazines. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, got the uh, subscriber Empire issue. Uh, another Star Wars one. Second one in a row, to be honest. That's two. Two in a row they've done. Uh, I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, got another magazine, Birth, Death, Movies, Star Wars issue, Episode 9, which has literally got about three pages about Episode 9 in it. Um, Is that it? Yeah. It talks. It's, it's a really good magazine. It just talks about Star Wars. Sweet cover, though. Um, it is, isn't it? Beautiful cover, yeah. Yeah. It's got great artwork in it, and it just talks about... Um, collecting side and then certain films and stuff like that and then there's is a that, bit about... is that the cover with Palpatine in the background no that's the Empire one oh, that's the subscriber one that Paul Shipper's done you know Paul Shipper who's done a lot of the artwork he did the one for the last one as well rather so he must have had some sort of um, commission from them or something because he's done the last two now um, done some posters as well hasn't he yeah, yeah, yeah. release this week yeah nice oh man uh, and then uh me and Chris have got got a bit of a addiction we've done, haven't we? With uh, yeah, yeah, a certain ridiculous spend. Yeah. So, do you want to tell them all? Yeah. Well, so uh, just a few bits from me. It's uh, I started the Charles Saul Vader comic series. Yeah. So I've read, read a few issues of that. I'm really enjoying that. Um, this is the way. <clears throat> <laughs> I started um, customising some Funkos this week um, which is something I wanted to do for a while so I bought some uh, uh, white bomber fets I can't think what it's called prototype I bought some cheap prototype fets um, about three or four of them months and months ago and um, what they you Funko Funko's, Funko's yeah. yeah. Oh, did they do that? Protein yeah. Fets, yeah. So they're all white, but now they're various colours in my garage and waiting to get distressed and all sorts. So, Are you uh, doing them just as Mandos? Just as Mandalorians and different yeah. colours? Yeah, I'm just, doing oh, some just, cost, just some, adding some bits on and that okay. like. So 
Sounds I'll keep you posted cool. to what they turn out like. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it was a fairly fairly quiet week until last night. I was uh, <laughs> I just gone to Asda. Thasda. Got to Asda. Asda. That's Asda price. That's owned by Walmart over here. That's <laughs> like a mini version of what you guys have got. Um, gone to get some snacks ready for episode. We were doing episode seven, seven on our countdown last night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'd gone in to get a few snacks, and I was lo- I was looking for a Pokemon book for my son. So I was in the entertainment section, and I, I found this book, and I turned around, and randomly in front of me were these exclusive to Asda, limited edition, coloured, seven-inch vinyls. Ooh. There was a, a New Hope one that features the main theme on side A, and <laughs> the Cantina Band on side two. <laughs> and there was an Empire Strikes Back one, that has got the Imperial March on side one and the Asteroid Field on side two. And one is on blue vinyl and the other's on red vinyl. Oh, man. Now, they're sick, aren't they? So I picked them up, like, straight away, like, I'm having these. So I text Kev, like, immediately, being a, a fellow vinyl, vinyl collector, vinyl collector, sent him photos. I was like, do you want these? <laughs> and then I, then I noticed the price. <laughs> uh, prepare yourself boys prepare yourself they were 15 pounds each so i paid 30 quid for four tracks for four. <laughs> that oh, I, owned, man. I own multiple copies of already um, and i got two two copies of each because i got some for kev yeah, so I went to Asda to like spend probably about ten pound on food and a book, and what spent sixty quid on vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. And do you know what makes it worse is that like because obviously one of them's a New Hope one, We're like crack fiends, aren't we? One, one of them's an Empire Strikes Back one, and I'm and I'm texting him going, "There's got to be a Return of the Jedi one somewhere. There's got to be a Return <laughs> of the Jedi one." We could have ended up if it had been that, we'd have spent like forty five pound on six songs. It made me laugh. <laughs> Make me laugh because I'm looking at. It's like, is there a Jedi one? I've already fucking checked. Something. <laughs> <laughs> it were like a crack addict checking his dealer or something. Because it was, was funny. Like, get me, get me, mate, get me. What is funny is like I sent, I saw the New Hope one straight. First of all, because it was on the top shelf, and then the the Empire one was underneath it. And I didn't notice it until I'd sent the photo to you, Kev. And I said out loud in the shop, fuck me, there's an Empire one. Because <laughs> <laughs> this guy like, looked at me like, are you all right, mate? <laughs> I was like, yeah, just sending these photos of these Star Wars vinyl to me, mate. Is that all right? Yeah. Sad. Brilliant. <laughs> Nothing oh, to see here. Move, yeah, clear. move along. Knock move along. out. Oh, God. So, yeah, it was a quiet week, and then we ended up buying these... Oh, mate, 30 quid vinyl. for, like, two little 70 vinyl yeah. things. But well, I, got the, uh, I got the Empire magazine as well. Not the subscribe one. I went for the. Um, I got the choice of the three covers, and I went for the resistance one with Ray and Rose and Finn on it. And yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. And then we did our uh, episode seven view last night, didn't we? Yeah. I'll count down. Yeah. So, so we're, we're almost there, boys. We're almost there. Woo-hoo-hoo. Journey almost to the end. There. So we watched the Force Awakens last night. Yeah. Yeah. Did Kev bring up how her her lightsaber style when she fights is a lot like Kenobi's? 
<laughs> identical, mate. It's like almost like some sort of it didn't symmetry there. It's, it's actually more like Dalton. It's actually like Sidious, is it? It's just three. It's just sat in corner touching himself while Ewan was going. These are your first steps. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I did have to, uh, yes, certain things. Wait, wait, wait I missed it. I missed it. Rewind it. Rewind it. <laughs> Takes his no, pants off. I really, I really enjoyed watching it. To be honest, it's quite strange. I've not watched it for a while. Um, just because we're so close now. What are we, like, 18 days away? And mm. it just seems dead weird. Like, cause it seems like forever ago know. since that film came out. And my whole Star Wars fandom and my life's changed, like, massively since I first saw that film. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've met all these amazing new people and I've got all these new friends in my life and <laughs> I'm balls deep in fandom. And it's just... <laughs> this is the way. It's, been, it's just brilliant. Yeah. So it was, right, it was quite... It's quite emotional, actually, watching it. Do you know what I mean? Just, like... <laughs> looking back on things and little did I know walking into that film that this would happen yeah I know brilliant absolutely so brilliant isn't it but I lo- we didn't actually talk about it last night did we about, well, no, like, like, it was about the Force Awakens in general no because no. I, I had a couple of mates there that are like they come to the um, some friends of mine that always come to the midnight screenings that they are fans but they're like well one was a fan and one was kind of a <laughs> yeah my mate John he's, yeah. he's not really in he likes it, but he's he's not really that fussed about it. But he's more he likes he likes being around people that are mega into things. If that mm. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So he always he comes to the premieres and that, like, because he just loves he likes he loves soaking up the atmosphere and <laughs> he, he can't believe that we know all this like stuff about <laughs> about this one yeah. thing and that oh, we're yeah. into it that much. Yeah, he's always asking me questions and stuff at work. But yeah, so I've got I've got to say there was a just there's there's a couple of brilliant bits because like um i sat next to him on one sofa yeah and you were sitting next to <laughs> what's it and at one point like we were talking about when this the film come out and chris was like um i'm gonna break this to you kev it says this guy he was born in 1994 <laughs> <laughs> i'm like fuck it i'm 20 years older than this lad next to me i'm like oh sweet jesus christ um, it makes me feel like shit. And then, but like, <laughs> but like we were watching, and he's asking questions, wasn't he? And he's going yeah. like, "So is this that bit with that in it? Is this that bit with that?" Be like, "No, that's in." Chris is like, "No, that's in Rogue One." And then that's in that, and that's in that. And then it's like, he got his phone a little bit into yeah. it, and he's like talking, and um, and like it, it, it just all of a sudden says, um, "When's that like my favorite scene in it?" And I'm like what do you mean your favourite scene? So he gets on his phone and he's like, this scene here, and he show, and he puts this theme. And of course, it's the, it's the Kylo Ren with Topless. It's the Kylo Ren Topless scene from The Last Jedi. <laughs> I'm like, mate, I'm sorry to break this to you. That's not in this scene. <laughs> but like, that's in the next... But he's done like um, side by side, a side-by-side shot. Is it him? With it's himself, him, yeah. It's himself. He's done a picture of himself like... <laughs> With his shirt off, like Kylo Ren, oh, and it's like, man. oh my god, is that not in this one? I've been, he says, I've sat through all this film waiting for that scene, and it's not come on yet. <laughs> like, that's why I'm here. <laughs> oh man, ridiculous! And like, no, mate, that's uh, you'd have to do episode eight with us, mate, because that's yeah. in that one. So, um, but yeah, he was, he was a really cool guy, wasn't he? But he was like, yeah. he wasn't. Oh, it's top lad, Johnny. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was like, what's that one then with that in it? And Chris is like, that's Rogue One, mate. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he's like, what's that one then? Because when, like, when Rogue One came out... We, he loved that one. He loved it, yeah, and he came to see that one with loads. Boggle it! Because just, that just turned into a thing at work. Yeah. Like, Boggle it! <laughs> like we were saying, weren't we? We always... If we're in the toilet together at the same time, and we're in, like, we know each other are in there, it's always like... Boggle it! <laughs> through the trap, through the, through the cubicle. <laughs> and occasionally, we'll, we think each other's in there, and we'll be like... Boggle it! <laughs> And no one will respond, and then you're like, oh, shit. That's not it. <laughs> you get back to your desk, and I'm like, I can see him in office. Like, oh, oh, shit, I don't know who I've just said that to. That. That's what it manages. <laughs> That's what it manages, that, isn't it? What it I fucking love, I love that shit. The oh board gullet bathroom challenge. You yeah. don't love hearing about that. That's great. But this was the first one that they've done with us, isn't it? Yeah. So we've yeah. done all six so far, and it's just pretty much been me, Chris, and then occasionally Graham. Yeah. Um, but this was the first time that they'd done... Are they doing eight with us? Yeah. yeah. And so Nick, Nicky's confirmed for eight and Graham yeah. as well. So, oh, so we'll have a full ass for, for yeah. Last Jedi. And then, so that's in two weeks, though. So we're having... Is it? We're not doing it next week, are we? No. Wicked. No. But I, I love Force Awakens, mate. I, do. I bloody love it. Mm. It's brilliant. Yeah. Just, it gives me all the feels. Because it just takes me back. I've never, ever experienced uh, anything in the cinema like that. On that opening night. Yeah, you were saying that was just like an electric. Yeah, <clears throat> it was brilliant. Mm. Yeah. But yes, that's us, boys. So, yeah. Nice. All right. We doing uh, Be More Lando? Do you want to be more Lando? Everyone wants to be more Lando. So, this is time where we take, where we take a piece of advice from the book Be More Lando. Where he tells us how to live his life and be successful. This is written by Christian Blavelt, and this week's advice is is entitled "Be More" or "Be Inventive." <clears throat> so he says, "Your value to the marketplace is equal to your best idea." What's a detail you've noticed that no one else has? If you're the only reason your entire fleet hasn't slammed into a battle station's invisible deflector shield, that means you are quite essential. Now, if you can think of a solution no one else can, you might really be onto something. Getting closer to enemy Star Destroyers seems crazy, but it m- just might work. New ideas drive success. Thinking outside the box can mean more credits in your coffers. There it is. Be more like Lando. Okay. Next in the segment we is Are You Kidding Me? Where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say... Are you kidding me? So, uh, here we go. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked well. So this one is about Lando's costume. It's not really that surprising, but it's something interesting. Um, so you ever wonder what that sweet fabric is in his cape? <gasps> it's like the colored fabric? With the dragons on it? Yeah. You ever wonder what that is? What, what is it? So apparently they took like some... I think it's called Bro... Well, let me find it here. 
Brocidium. Brocade dragon fabric, and they put it so it's like you see the underside of it, not the like front side of it. Oh. So you so like you take the fabric, you put the inside <coughs> out, and then you sew it onto the cape. So that you can't like fully see that it's something relatable to yeah. our lives, but it's like there. So that's how they made that. That's us. You're seeing the inside of an actual brocade fabric. Brocade fabric. And also to add to that, his original concept designs had him wearing like armor, kind of similar to Vader slash. Uh, Saw Gerrera looking, in my opinion. And he's smoked. Well, Lando's. Yeah, Lando. Yeah. Oh, he got, he got a picture. Got yeah, yeah, and it comes up to his head. And he's smoking oh, a, like, cigarette thing. Like a Cruella oh, DeVille. Like and he's got a handlebar mustache. Where did that go? I want that. Oh, come on. No, oh, uh, come on. Even his eyebrows are handlebarred. Ugh, that would have been too much. And he's wearing headphones. Is there anything in canon about the dragons in this cape? Or is it just a pattern? Or they, I think they it's just like... a pattern. I don't know anything. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you can fully make out the dragons when you look at it. It kind of looks more like flowery stuff. Because it's the inside, it's not the outside. Yeah, oh, it's some, it usually Charlie's some like... Come like on, Jimmy. No, I mean it's usually like a paisley, like some kind of elaborate design with like gold or silver threads kind of thing. Because it's usually supposed to be like super yancy fancy. Yeah. Like if you ever go to your grandmother's house and you see those old ass chairs that have like those old, uh, all the upholstery and stuff like that has those paisley outlines and stuff like that. Imagine that flipped over. I don't do that. Like, you mean my grandmother dead? Okay, so wow, there's that. Jesus! Oh, oh, Jesus, man! Hey, so hey, so is mine. I even lost the couch, so like I'm doubly <laughs> fucked there. Oh, man! Chopping that bombshell like that. She died yesterday, James. Anyways, <laughs> not make fun of people with no grandmas, but that was funny. All right, oh, uh, let's move on to the news. Has anything happened this week? Uh, no, except you guys got a magazine that you kind of already talked about. There was nothing groundbreaking well, about it, was there? No, not, not particularly, uh, to be honest. The, um, there's a couple of new pictures in it. There was like the Sith Troopers. Um, I don't know if you saw it, like a Sith Trooper picture of like all of them in sort of formation. Um, they kind of interviewed some of the cast again and it was just the same old kind of um oh we know we're really excited to see how this ends and blah 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 there's a little bit about um when daisy ridley met jj for the script and she was all like she had to she couldn't take it all in and then she had to ring him back later going oh is this true is this really going to happen and so on and so forth um they interview jj again and he talks about um taking a few more risks with this one rather than it be um i think he kind of i think he said in another interview that he would he, he said with the force awakens he kind of played it safe and he does a little mm-hmm. bit of a shout out to sort of ryan johnson that 
after the kind of risks that he took in episode eight that he kind of um felt like he could take more risks with this one he didn't just want to play it safe um but him and the screenwriter which is chris terrio talk about like the structure of it and how they've sort of put put it all together and they've kind of watched all the films again and took everything you know as an overall story arc and brought things back um but then the the screenwriter sort of says uh chris terrio says that he kind of with this one wanted to ask like two major questions um that he wanted answering which was like who is ray and what's her significance in it and how strong is the force and what we know about it which i thought hmm that was quite a um i mean we all know who ray is don't we i mean you know (laughs) i've I've told him that on numerous occasions that you know she's clearly (laughs) you know that one's answered already but but there's nothing there's nothing new in it you know it's they're not going to tell you anything now are they i mean we're getting bombarded with tv spots and we're getting bombarded with certain things um which Mm. i don't know if we, we can talk about but um so it's quite a um yeah it's quite a say you know straightforward magazine and stuff some nice little pictures in and stuff like that but that's pretty much um you know everything from it nothing too significant or anything like that um mm-hmm. it's cool we're kind of seeing more live action sith troopers and knights of ren like yeah in, in like moving around and in you know like on the screen instead of just pictures and flashbacks and stuff mm-hmm. I'm ex- it makes me more mm-hmm. excited for it can i can i ask you something all three of you do you think did you want to see this much at this point do you i know, want with- to see what did you want to see this much at this point? Because I'm quite surprised that there's that many, t- there's this much TV spots and these many trailers uh, and um, of like footage of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean, and I don't, to be honest. What? Um, That's not Jimmy like. <laughs> I know, I know. Maybe it's because I'm getting. Hey, old no, no, no. Jimmy, Jimmy's seen it already. Anyway, don't worry about it. On Reddit, well, I already, read I already read the, I already read the script on Reddit. He bought uh, it off eBay. Jimmy bought it off. No, but just, oh, in general, yeah. just in general, it's it is it is nicer <laughs> when you can see shit for the first time without having it completely spoiled for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just yeah, it just every once in a while. This one, I guess, I, I want to try to not learn as much about as I can on this one. And I saw one of the TV spots, and it's just like shit. They're just showing like little bits more here, little bits more here, and it's like, ugh, yeah. all right, chill, yeah. chill. I mean, I've watched them all. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. yeah, I've just watched every single one of them. And uh, mm-hmm. there's one of them with certain bits of music in that you just go, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. Well, well and, spe- then- yeah, and, and speaking of the script, can we talk about John Boyega? Oh, what a lad. So, uh, I, I, I mean, this, I saw it on Good Morning America, but he was, I think he said it on a few places now. Where he left his script under his bed when he moved or something. Yeah. And then like <laughs> some so some cleaner or something put it on eBay for sixty bucks. <laughs> or sixty <laughs> sixty quid. Yeah. What the fuck? That's an are that you kidding it. me? <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Oh, can you imagine that? Oh, that was that was brilliant, wasn't it? Right. Oh, I'd oh. fire. I'd fire this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like JJ did an interview, didn't he? And he's like, I'm not going to say who it was. Uh, it was a, like a cast member that did it. That like, and then it went quiet for a couple of days. And then fucking John Boyega come on, and just went, yeah, it was me. It was me that did it. It was my <laughs> script. <laughs> I fucked up. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Absolutely. Brilliant. That was hilarious. Yeah. I mean, as if he's like, oh, I got partying with friends. Like, dude, you don't get fucking drunk with while you have a script. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you do because you have. I, mean, a I was script. surprised he had the old script though. I mean, well, his I script. Thought, well, I don't know. Like, do they? What do you? Is it just. Yeah. Do they only? They only have their scenes. I think. I was sort of wouldn't. Yeah, I would have thought it wouldn't be the whole script, would yeah. it? Because they don't do that. It would have just been probably his scenes and his lines. So. Um, yeah. 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 They've re- released a bunch of TV spots, even like a featurette showing. Yeah, know, they have. Oh, do you want to get Chris on the featurette? <laughs> do you want me to play it? I can play it. Ooh. We'll play it right now. Here we go. Take a few minutes for the Navi computer to calculate the coordinates. A few minutes? Are you kidding? At the rate they're gaining. Gaining. Uh, no, what is it? <laughs> you have to shoot this. Traveling through hyperspace is like dust and ain't like dust and crops, kid. Without precise calculations, we fly too close to a store. They're bouncing to a supermarket and then... Yeah. be a hell of a mess. What's that? Watch. You're losing the deflector shields. Go strap yourselves in. Be careful on the way out. Yeah, sure. I'm taking a big call. What a lad. Go away. We're down too near a supermarket. <laughs> this is a very simple, basic idea. It was a very simple, basic a idea. About a farm boy in Nebraska and not on Tatooine. It was originally designed to be a modern fairy tale. About good and evil, you know, and what prevails and what doesn't prevail. My man. It's unlimited, the possibilities of what they can do. If this one doesn't work out, we're sort of finished. But hopefully it will justify it as a series. Make you say, gee, what happens next? The whole experience has been so completely unanticipated. I had my doubts about whether another Star Wars would work. But I now get that phrase, thank you for my childhood, because it's something that people carry with them now, forever and ever and ever. As I have seen, this has nothing to do with past, present, or future. Star Wars could be in any of those areas. It's a big part of what makes these films so important to pass on from generation to generation. I feel honored that I've been allowed to continue the journey. It's very cool to meet someone inspirational to a generation of moviegoers. Those that have gone before you, incredible artists in their own right. You delve deeper in your appreciation and respect for that. Oh my gosh. It feels like I was just in a time machine and I had traveled back to when they first started filming Star Wars. Oh my gosh. If you're a kid watching this 100 years from now, 500 years from now, (laughs) you see this inevitability, this story conclude in a way that feels thrilling and shocking and funny and emotional and satisfying. I like these films. I think there's a legacy that's important. (laughs) Ready, set, 
time. Camera up, take nine. Episode 9 will be a conclusion of a story that is over 40 years in the making. Action! So all stops are out and uh, it's all go. It's all go. So, Mr. Chris Hall, what was the biggest thing you took away from this video? <laughs> Apart from... Apart from all the emotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The biggest thing I took away from this. was a little thing, wasn't it? Yeah, little. Yeah. Yep. Short A thing. very little thing. Very short thing. Yes. It was. You texted everybody in major, major excited, didn't you? Yeah. I watched this video at like six in the morning when I woke up. And I watched it through. And then I thought that's brilliant so I watched it again and then I was like wait a minute what was that so I paused it and I skipped back and there's a shot of Warwick Davis <laughs> as an adult as an adult present day dressed as a motherfucking Ewok <laughs> with his head off staring straight at his wicked mask <laughs> And I swear blind, my whole street got fucking woke up at five past six in the morning. Because I went fucking nuclear. I swear. <laughs> Dreams do come true, boys. Yeah. I've been saying this shit. As soon as we saw all them ships in that trailer, we're seeing everyone in this film. Everyone. And this fucking confirms it. If Wicket's coming back, everyone's coming back. We need Jar Jar back. Uh. Fucking, mate. Seriously, I can't even cope. I've got a fucking tattoo of Wicked Me right on my wrist there. Like. Yeah, dude. I'm excited for it. Totally excited. Anything oh. from, else from the uh, featurette? I, I, that's the biggest thing for me. I, I'm so excited to see more Ewoks. It was so uh, quick as well. Like, the, well that's that what I could have dropped it in it, there. It was like. just so casual, wasn't it? Yeah. Like a little thing of Warwick going to his mask. And I'm like, holy fuck, is that... Yeah. At first... When Chris sent the picture, I'm like, that's got to be, like, Ow. from a while ago. You know, Ow. like... Yeah, like 1980, Ow. whatever, yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck it. But, it, but then you look at Warwick and you go, well, oh. it's a fucking... It's a, it's and then you look at Wicket's mask and he's got grey hair and it's like, yes, it's on. This is it. It's good to have it. <laughs> it is so days. on. 18 fucking days. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Put it in our brains! <laughs> Give me! Do it! Oh, no! <laughs> Do you know what's going to be even worse now if he's not in the film? When Chris is going to be fucking devastated, isn't he? Oh. Somehow that's like just oh. some like publicity shot or something. You're like, oh man. But yeah, just like cut him out, like Ryan Johnson cut out the princes. Oh yeah. Oh, the cutting room floor. No, mate. Oh man. But yeah, on a side note, we are going to meet Warwick next week. We're having um, we're having dinner with him. <laughs> <laughs> You know how Red thinks we all know each other. Liz, Liz is there. Liz is there. The Queen's there. Warwick Davis there. Me and Chris. We're having a little uh, little tea party. Is you in there? Or that doesn't include the Scottish. Uh, the Scottish. Nah, nah, nah. They're welcome. They're welcome. They're welcome. All are welcome. But no, we uh, we're going to a con. Well, actually, we're doing two cons next weekend. How's that, boys? How's this for Ooh. tragic? How's tragic. this for just massive fucking tragic. tragic? Yeah, we're going to two. Um, because 
um, Chris will expand. We were going to go next weekend was the one where Chris was going to do. I was going to have a table. We were going to have a table but... and do his artwork over the two days. I've already booked it, but it's not to, it's not worked out logistically for something else I've got planned. So right on. I've cancelled it, but I'm still <laughs> I'm still going to the con. Because the day after I cancelled it, Warwick Davis got added. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so you're fitting, was un- you're fitting it into your whatever other plans you're making. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah. So no so table. Gonna... So no table this no. year at all. No. I can't do any selling, boys. I can't do any selling there. Wait, I wanted to, I wanted pictures of Kev being your bitch. And it's gone. Oh, you can have them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out those separate. I've got, I've got. I can send you some of them. It's fine. Yeah. All got- <laughs> <laughs> Every picture. <laughs> so yeah, we've got. Uh, and um, so we're both going to have a picture with Warwick separate. Um, National icon. Yeah, we'll do it next week. But yeah, we've got a couple of cons. We'll so what, what did you boys take away from that that little video? I, I loved them having fun on the set. And yeah, then, yeah, I was brilliant on it. And then bring it in, and then them like it. It shows Luke talking as a youngster, and then yeah. him older. Oh, yeah. Like it was, I was. Oh man, it was great. What I love, I love about that first clip though is they're all messing about. Peter Mayhew's like sat in the corner, just like he don't know whether to laugh or not, because he's got Alec Guinness like right next to him. Yeah. Who's having none of it? <laughs> that, 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 oh yeah, I'll be cautious getting out of here. <laughs> like whatever. Well, it's like you can just tell that. Like oh, that's why I love that video. That like you've got like a very serious, yeah. you know, theatrically trained actor yeah, yeah, yeah. with like two or three just young kids, obviously just messing about on set kind of thing and getting the lines wrong. And he's not having any of it, is he? No. It's just like these are just. I mean, he said before that he kind of thought it was just some silly space opera, didn't yeah. he? He might as well have said, fuck this, and walked out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. So I'm not dealing with these idiots, you know, and all stuff like that. But, oh, man, it's uh, that's a great little <laughs> yeah. video. There's a few, like, Rise of Skywalker bits in it, though, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. Like, mm. It's just to go back <clears throat> to the TV spots as well. Is It's like it's such a double-edged blade for me, because... I get dead excited, but then I'm at that point where I start piecing shit together in my head. Yeah. And then I go in with, like, preconceived notions of what I'm going to see. Yeah, and, and I don't, different. Do you know what I mean? Because I watch the trailer, and they're showing us stuff that we've seen in the trailer, but, like, little extra parts of it. Mm. So it's, like, the same scenes, but... And then you can start piecing it together, and you're, not, you're thinking, well, if, if they're there on that planet there, and then that planet takes exactly, place there. Exactly, yeah, yeah. And you start, so it's like, oh. Because we talked about this last night, didn't we? And I think probably as of tomorrow, I just kind of stop and log off, switch off from stuff. Because I'm getting, you know, I asked you boys a question there earlier of like, you know, I think there's about 14, is it, like TV spots? And we've had this... Mm this video as well and we've had the trailers well you we... keep sending them on bloody chat well, no, so... <laughs> I'm walking around fucking walking around B&Q yesterday trying to buy paint from my daughter's bedroom group chat goes off bang oh fucking standing there at middle at supermarket in middle at DIY store watching bloody layer <laughs> on this new TV spot oh man I mean that that's what I'm saying now it's getting that I wish I hadn't seen that 
What did you send it us for then? Because I watched it. <laughs> and then I thought I'll send it to them back. It's all right, right shouting at these guys <laughs> for spoiling Mando. You're one fucking cracking up TV spots to us. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about Mando in a little bit, but yeah, I accidentally uh, spoiled, uh, but it wasn't really a spoiler. Was it? Oh, yeah. Edward. 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 We'll talk about it later. Anyway. <laughs> We'll get to it. Let's, we'll get to that. So, uh, Deadline's reporting that it's going to hit about $205 million. Dollars. Oh, for uh, Mandalorian? Yeah. No. Uh, for Rise of Skywalker. And uh, so, in comparison, Ry- uh, Force Awakens hit 247 Last Jedi hit 220 So, so they... Less, they less than those two. Yeah. So, they looked at, like, Advanced ticket sales and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, can, and they're estimating 205, which is 15 less. Is this op- opening weekend? Yeah. $205 million. Opening weekend. Is that, is that worldwide or is that? Uh, I thought it was. Let me. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I so, wonder if this I mean, you, you can't you, you can't grumble at that, can you? Two hundred five dollars. Clearly, all these boycotts, <clears throat> reckon, aren't they? Yeah. What a bunch of cunts. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> oh, eighteen days, lads. Come on, wicked, wicked, <laughs> fucking wicked. I know, dude. I know, dude. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I wish I'm spoke before. I will fucking hear Chris in the fucking other cinema. To me, I'll just hear him screaming when Wicked comes on. What's he gonna do? <laughs> Mate, he's going to text some Sith troopers. I hope he does. Oh, man, can you imagine the, the Ewoks? Endor coming? style. <laughs> They're messing about. Go and text some Sith troopers out. Yes. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, dear. Hey, uh, I... exactly almost a week ago, they finished production. So it is final. It's yeah. Done. The yeah. Rise of Skywalker is fucking done. Uh, JJ, you, uh, JJ mentioned this on Good Morning America like seven days ago. Did you see the um, story of the terminally ill guy they showed it to? I saw that, yeah. yeah. Do you know the details yeah. on that? Yeah. Um, somebody over here, wasn't it? It was the, it sent, Yeah, they sent like a Twitter campaign. I've not heard this. To uh, um, Bob Iger. It was first to Mark Hamill, then it was to yes. Bob Iger. And Bob yeah, Iger um, responded. It was, yeah. really, it was really cool, wasn't it? It was, it was like really sort of sad as well, but there was a guy who wanted to watch it with his son. It was... Um, Terminally, terminally ill, ill. and yeah. um, they, they, I think they've done this before, haven't they? For yeah, Force Awakens and Last Jedi for somebody and, and things like that. Some Marvel films. Yeah, I think they, they like kind of do it, and um, yeah. So he got to watch it with his son. That's um, cool. I think last week. I'm not sure when it was. Was it the Thursday or Friday? And um, I think they said that like security was huge on it. That basically they had to just. They just had to go in a room. It was only him and his son in this room that they had to just watch this film. And basically they had to make a pinky promise of not giving any spoilers. And his son had to not give anything. He couldn't sort of tell anybody anything about it. So it's finished. It's ready. And yeah, somebody's already seen it. And uh, yeah, a brilliant story. It's just, you know. um, Kev, you know, we're 18 days away. Hmm. If they just like decided like they did with Phantom Menace to release it in America first, would you would you fly out this soon to it? Ooh. 
Ooh. You know, if it just if it came yeah. out, yeah, fuck it, I can afford it. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has no kids, he has no wife. Yeah, he would. <laughs> Don't give a fuck. Do you know what? I'll fucking fly first class as well. I'll fly, I'll fly first class. Who needs just to rub it in the face? <laughs> you might as well like pay for Chris and bring him out <laughs> there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pay for you and all, Chris. We'll Brilliant. go together. Yeah, I'll do it. And then we'll oh all four God. of us will meet. We'll go see it. I'll pay for us all. Kevin Garbutt. What a, <laughs> what what a, a fucking lad. Love it. You can buy a t-shirt with that on from T Public. Yeah. Yep. What a lad. What a lad. <laughs> Just got an email saying there's going to be a Cyber Cyber Monday sale. So get on that shit. Do it. I've probably finished by the time you're listening to this, so it don't really matter. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh... Let's see, what else? Uh, Jedi Fallen Order has broken sales records, speaking of sales records. Star Wars is dead, mate. Star Wars is on its ass. Yeah, it's so dead. Um, yeah. I wish it wasn't EA getting all the credit for it. It's, it's, the these, guys. F- it's these guys, look, and they're wood-cutting shirts. It's the, f- <laughs> it's the fastest-selling digital launch for a Star Wars game in its first two weeks. So this includes Battlefront. It doesn't include it doesn't include much else because what else is what other Star Wars game has been out? I guess the uh, the Old Republic, right? But um, so the Old Republic and Battlefront, I think that's it for available digital launches. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. This is going to be the most popular because I'm I'm not a gamer at all. Is it good? Uh, Uh, yes, I think it's very good. For uh, uh, an RPG in its class with like today's mean? graphics and a uh, role-playing game and um, the story the solo single-player, it's yeah. story-driven. It's awesome. Wicked. Yep. yep. I need to get on it. This. Would you put it up there? Like, is it? What's your What's your favorite? Have you got a favorite game? Favorite Star Wars game? I mean, my favorite Pod Star Racer. Wars game. Not today. Fucking... <laughs> X-wing versus Tie Fighter with a joystick. It was yeah, a flight simulator up there. from back in like 98, 99. I like the old Dark Forces games. But that's like nostalgic-like. That's like love from when yeah. I was a kid. I mean, overall, this is up there. This is probably the best. Is it? This is probably the best, yeah. Because I, I love Lego. I love Star Wars Lego games. I, do. I think they're brilliant. Yeah, I've, about pl- I've played those. My yeah. gameplay and abilities go like, do you know what I mean? I can, I can cope with them. <clears throat> I, get well, them I get that stress and all. You know, and you have to jump on that shit. Yeah. Like, and you fucking get you, you have to jump on about four things and you get to the fourth one and you fall off it fucking drives me yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> you have to collect the coins on them as well yeah. don't you? and all the stuff it. like that yeah my Love mate it. we went to France once and uh, my mate took his Playstation and he was like every morning I got I, I got <laughs> up right right my mate he's like yeah. big Star Wars fan like us and he's I get up in the morning I'd get up about eight half past eight or something and every single morning I got up he was about two foot from the fucking TV Brilliant. playing Force, Lego Force Awakens on this TV. And I'm like, mate, have I you like actually it. been to bed? I like <laughs> have you slept? It's outrageous. <laughs> Bro, it is, mate. It is. Jackson loves it as well. We've got like the legacy. <clears throat> There's a new one coming out, isn't there? Didn't they announce a new Lego game? Oh, I don't. I, don't, I haven't like, seen it. Saga. Oh, I don't know. Like a while ago. No, I, 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 I don't. Uh, I mean, I. Pff. It makes sense. They come out. I was with, never into the Lego thing. They come out with new stuff whenever there's a new movie. So, uh, I, so if you were to think about like video games in general, Star Wars yeah. video games, like I, I knee jerked and said X Wing versus Tie Fighter is my favorite, but 
I'd say like immersive, like deep story, had a really good overall experience with it. I think it might be Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. So similar, this was a turn-based RPG, so you know, it was all it wasn't like live like, you know, uh, the Fallen Order or Force Unleashed are. Is that what people refer to as Kotor? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I fucking this is what people could listen for, isn't it? Me fumbling through shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fake fan. Love it. They were the ones yeah. who got upset at the yeah. new Disney ones because they haven't yeah. done that yet and all that lot. Oh, was it? <laughs> then prick, uh, but, they got that billboard. <laughs> well, I'll say, like, Fallen, uh, Fallen Order definitely gives me a lot of that vibe, though, of, like, just being immersed in the story, even though I'm still... I'm only on fucking Zepho. But um, I definitely feel like I'm a part of it. Like, I, like I'll shut all the lights off, I'll sit on the couch, I'll just focus just on playing this game, and it is so cool. It's just, yeah. you really feel there it's 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 like a prince of persia indiana jones like temple fort but it's like jedi force lore kind of stuff like obviously oh, every yeah. every one of us knows i love that shit and then it sounds amazing yeah and you're and you're finding all this new stuff out about the history of the force and this other race jedi. And, yeah jedi and stuff and um at the same time you have current events happening that you're battling as well like the Empire, for instance. Right. Like Inquisitors. Yeah, Inquisitors, etc. So. You know, there's got Inquisitors in Kill. Is that spoiler? Mm-hmm. That's not a spoiler. Oh, that's all right. I do them. It just <laughs> makes me jealous because it looks amazing and it's like I can see how much you're yeah, buzzing yeah. from it. But I know damn well, just like I'd get on it and I'd be like, Diggy! That's it. Dead. Dead. <laughs> you know, like frustration. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, do yeah. it on these then because they well, just um, give you lives and you just keep going and you just. I went on Battlefront at Graham's when that come out. I was like fucking running around. Dish! Yeah. <laughs> you okay. You Battlefront you do because Battlefront like, is happened? shy. Like you go on just, Battlefront and it's just... You. Yeah, yeah, but they're, they're like... You're in a ring with experts who have just played it to death and you go in if you don't watch it and you'll just get fucking dealt with. That's the trouble <laughs> with that game. It's dealt with. Just get fucking annihilated. And it's yeah. shit for that. So, so Shit, battle right. battlefronts like if you like multiplayer and you don't mind dying a lot. Yeah, yeah. there's no you're... story mode where you could play it yourself and just go and do. No, there is, there is, but it's like it's yeah, short. It's, good. it's good. It's real basic. No, it's it's pretty good, but it's it's pretty basic and it's not very like role playing game ish because like there's no leveling, there's no like getting new abilities. There's like mm-hmm. a couple, but that's it. And then um, it's pretty is that short. The one with Iden Verzia. Yeah. Mm. yeah, 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 yeah. It's about. That. Look at that. Just... Bam. Google it. Chris Google Hall. It. Google it. Hitting us with some fucking knowledge. Speaking of knowledge. Speaking of knowledge, James. There's a the cover for Thrawn Ascendancy, Chaos Rising. Did you see that? I did, dude. I saw the little chimera things that was uh in the sh- that is shown here on this pin that I'm showing the camera that Kev got me. Oop, fuck. Wait. Yeah, there it is. The chimera yeah, which, Jimmy, which you're not you paid s- me for that yet. Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's in the mail with the uh, other Tantifar I'm sending you. Um, the, um, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy, you don't think I did that out of the goodness of my heart, did you? I'm expecting oh, cash no. Expecting a huge uh, cash payment. Oh yeah, no, you're British. You like to tax. You to tax my enjoyment. Dump the fucking tea. Do it. <laughs> Throw it in the bag. Bitch. 
Up the T. <laughs> but I really like the cover. Co- I really like the cover. I'm very. Uh, I'm interested to see what they do with this, like all this prequel stuff, because this is now really fucking unexplored. So Timothy Zahn can just go with the flow of what his original vision was for all of that. You know, yeah, pre-thrawn so, stuff. So it's called Chaos Rising. Uh, do you know when it? Ta- so you you hinted at it. When does it take place? What is it? What's the like premise? Takes place before um, Thrawn encounters Anakin Skywalker in the first Thrawn novel, um, or actually the second one. Excuse me, alliances, but uh, it really kind of explains. It probably gets a little bit more history of the Chiss, the houses. It probably gives Timothy Zahn a chance to explain all the lore of the Chiss that was lost when the EU got retconned into the new stuff. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot of nods to like old EU stuff or just a complete new direction of stuff that um, either Zahn's given, gotten direction on or he wants to try something new. So I think I would imagine this book taking place leading up to an ending right when the first Thrawn novel begins. So like the reason for him crashing down here, he looks up and is like, ah, oh, look, what's this uh, Republic or M- imperial ship entering space you know what i mean like it's gonna it's gonna end very close to when the next one takes off all right that's exciting it'd be cool to see um you can you can tell they're kind of being like hey zon let's do thron but like early not let's not step (laughs) on toes late you know what i'm saying in the storyline yeah we don't want we don't want to necessarily um the whole um, Rebels, Ezra, Space Whale Yeah, thing. yeah, you don't want to mess with that. You don't want to mess with that shit, because they probably still have no fucking idea what the hell they're going to do with that. So <laughs> they want to leave that. They have that. no idea what they're doing. Yeah, they give, give, give give <laughs> yeah, right? Everything's in fucking. We'll just see yeah. a cartoon version. Every character in every Star Wars thing ever is going to be an episode. Oh. Mara Jade's in it. <laughs> Oh, I don't even know who she is. So I just, I just don't name it. Hey, if that's if that's going on, fucking Co. Bibble's going to be in that shit too. <laughs> <laughs> what was his fate? Where has he been in our canon timeline? He is still right. around, isn't he? Frozen and carbon. Touch that figure of you, Jimmy. You've not touched that figure of you. He's not open, does he? No, 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 no. He's he's in his box. He's in his Leave box. Leave that shit. <laughs> Leave that shit alone. Leave it. It open right here. Uh, he's gonna open it live. No, he's not. All right. Um, yeah. So we're excited for that. This is the new Thrawn thing going on. Uh, let's talk Mandalorian. So chapter four came out Friday. Um, um, I just wanted to bring up something. Deborah Ta- Deborah Chow, as we know, directed the last episode, and. Um, she came on and talked about Kenobi. <gasps> yeah. Hello there. Mm. Smell. So um, she talks about how this, uh, I'm going to just read it. It's a quote. This is with uh, New York Times. Quote, the situation is, so, this is about the story of Obi-Wan. Quote, the situation is so complex, both for Obi-Wan personally and in a way, the state of the galaxy. You sort of need time to explore it, and to be honest, there are loads of other stories within that period as well. It's quite a few years. There's so much going on between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope that hasn't been explored. The idea of being able to go into a character journey, plus the politics, 
and plus all the vastness of the empire and what's going on is exciting just because it feels like a proper period of history and sometimes that is hard to do in two hours sometimes Mm. with two hour movies there is always an imperative for the action and the plot to move particularly fast and quickly and quickly and to go from action sequence to action sequence and there are many more aspects to storytelling that I find interesting end quote so she's talking about how it's better as a TV show Right, with mm-hmm. with the way the way it's laid out, it doesn't have to be action, action, action. We're going to see more politics. We're going to see more drama. I hope uh, character development. Character development, obviously. Uh, that just makes me more excited for what she's going to do with it because that episode she did was phenomenal. I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you guys? I've not heard that quote, dude. I've not heard that. Oh, you haven't? I've yeah, not, that was from yeah, New York Times. Right? Yeah, New York Times, New York. No, I've not heard that one. That's oh man. I mean, I know Ewan spoke like that, though, hasn't he? About he's more excited now. It's a TV show because it gives them longer. It gives them more yeah. time to sort of flesh it out a little bit. Um, do Do you think actors like that when they hear there's a possibility yeah. it's TV versus? Do you think yeah. it's better because they like more of them on screen? I think they do now. Nowadays, yeah. I think they do now because TVs become. So the way we consume media yeah, is just completely yeah, changed. Yeah, that's what I mean. And, mm. you know, ever since kind of HBO stuff and the quality of TV since Sopranos, The Wire and all stuff like that, more actors want to work she, on TV. You know? yeah. She. She. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Baltimore. She. Uh, so, I mean, going on that, like I mentioned, you know, you you have a lot more character development in movies than you in TV than you would a movie. Like a movie, you have you know fucking two hours and twenty one minutes to tell the ending of this most epic trilogy of trilogies, right? Whereas in a TV series, you can take it in weird directions. Like you could have this episode four that was just kind of slightly off on its own like kind of related to the overall arc but just just like it's its own thing it happened now we're moving on to the next chapter like i bet if you strung all eight episodes of all the mandalorian like shows together as just like one seamless thing that'd be one pretty cool movie um but it, it gives the directors a lot more I guess creative direction to kind of do their own thing in the in the TVs. Sorry, TV series, not movies. Um, and you can have other directors in there too, like Deborah Chow and Bryce Dallas Howard, who did this last one. Like I didn't realize that she was directing until I looked at it. Like I didn't know. It's like, oh yeah, she was in Jurassic <laughs> Jurassic World with Chris Pratt. I forgot all about that. And when I was daughter. Anyways, um, <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Yeah, I think I think that how TV is made now has completely changed. You know, that's higher budget. People are allowed to do what they want, aren't they? It's more independent and things like that. So I think Obi this Obi Wan and Mando and all that lot will benefit from that rather than it be a standalone movie. I think I Star Wars so. will go a lot of ways to TV, especially if you're diving more into Obi Wan's character. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it seems like that's what they wanted. I mean, you look at where he is. He's on Tatooine. He's protecting Luke. Uh, what else is it going to be? It's getting, you're going to get a deep dive into his brain. Is what I mm. think is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I genuinely mm-hmm. think Ewan's more excited by it as well to do it that way. I genuinely feel he does. You know, having worked on Fargo that he did, the, the TV sort of, you know, there's a lot of 
I'm excited for him. Yeah, that's what I say. There's a lot yeah. of really big actors that are doing TV now, aren't they? The, the, the day which kind of like become the new cinema in some respect now with with HBO, Netflix, and all stuff like that. So, yeah, um, fucking bring it on. Yeah. Um, but I'd not I'd not seen that quote from her. I mean, like you say, dude. Like you say, Ed, after the um, episode three that she did, chapter three. Sorry, that oh Jesus, I'm so excited to see what she does with the whole series. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah, and um, she she comments about how she's learning from Filoni and Favreau. So like, she knows how important costumes and details in the background are. Yeah, you know what I mean, in Star Wars, so she's she's getting that that aspect of Star Wars fans like cherishing those little details in the background, and she's she's she understands it, and now she's bringing in she's going to bring in Obi Wan, and then obviously her style of directing as well, which I fucking can't wait. Um, <laughs> Chris, what do you yeah. what do you what do you think? You, you does this make you really excited for Chow Deborah Chow to do uh, Obi Wan? Are you excited for Obi Wan? Ray's grandfather. Mate, you know I'm <laughs> excited for Obi Wan. I get you and McGregor's face on my TV screen. Hopefully we'll have Disney Plus by the time that oh, this show Jesus, yeah. launches. But you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise you'll have to fly us out again, lads. Yep, and, uh, yeah, that's fine. That's yep, fine. that's her. That's her. Smell. But yeah, Smell. I loved that last episode. Of- of Mando, uh, thought she did a fantastic job, and yeah, 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 more excited. Do you know what I never thought? I forgot, never thought at the time watching because she did an beautiful, interview. Beautiful, you and yeah, she did an interview after Sorry. that episode, didn't she? Where she talked about I don't know if it was a father or an uncle and her influence from Asian cinema and things mm-hmm. like John Woo and Hard Boiled and films like that. Right. And do you know what? When I watched the episode again, I thought, yeah, fuck it, I see what she's on about. Right, but you know those. Uh, Asian films of John Woods before he came to America, mm. you know, and and things like that. And you, you know, with just the scene in that when he's holding the baby, um, mm. just to shoot out with it. And I'm like, holy shit! Why did I not trigger that? Like, so mm. I thought, yeah, she's that's cool. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's quite interesting with stuff like that. And I think she sort of said, you know, so oh, I can't wait for it. None of us can, can we? All right, we'll have just. We don't have to fly over to you guys. Hopefully, we'll have our own Disney Plus by then. Yeah, you know we've had another trip to see you again this week. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, you came over to see episode four, yeah. which we're going to talk about yeah. now. Yeah, thanks for your hospitality again, boys. Which I appreciate. <laughs> so I'm going to put a spoiler warning on it if you haven't seen episode four. Um, the only thing we're doing Back after off. we're doing after this is we have one question, one email slash question for the guys, and then we're we're that's it for the episode. But we're going to talk about episode four. And that's it. So here's a spoiler warning. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. And we shall have spoilers. And yeah. This is the way. So, uh. I have spoken. So let's go. (laughs) All right, boys. So chapter four of The Mandalorian. What's the title? Sanctuary. Sanctuary. That's right. The Sanctuary. Very uh, definitely a perfect title for the episode. Um, it's it's different in pacing. Because, I was just going to say this and then go to you guys. It's it's you're used to seeing the Mandalorian being badass. Now you're seeing him a little softer, still like badass, but softer. Does that make sense? And um, uh see seeing you know the qualities in life and you know uh you're seeing this backwater planet uh i i 
overall, I I liked it. Um, I think I think if this was like the first episode, I'd be like, what the fuck. But it's if as as part of a series, this is good. I like this. It sees it, you see another side of his character, another side of the galaxy. So, what did you guys think? Um, what, did you love it? Was it was this different of pa- difference in pacing? A detriment to this series? Did it add more to the series? Did you like it? Did you not like it? How was the music? I thought the, <laughs> I thought <laughs> I thought the music, um, because I'm the one that's been criticizing the music. I thought it was okay. I didn't love it. I didn't. You know, I'm I'm still on the like fence with it. But anyway, go ahead with go ahead. Now, Ed, Ed I was going to ask you with the. Uh with this episode's training montage, what was your view on the music? Oh, I was like, this would be a perfect time for the training montage music, and then it wasn't there! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, amazed, I'm amazed yet again that they're able to contain this all to just fucking 30 minutes. Like, Jesus. Yeah. How are they able to do this? Come I mean, on, Jimmy, I, you I, go first, because you'll might look out in a minute. So you, what do you think? I really liked it. I thought it was a little bit... It was definitely a different pace from the other three episodes, completely. Um, I guess I wasn't used to uh, seeing him talk so much, which I guess is kind of cool, because he's just like... I mean, he's any other any other dude, any other Mando out there, like all kinds of different personalities. Like, you, you got to remember that just because Boba Fett never really said anything doesn't mean that none of the end, another Mendo's would, you know, have deeper, crazier, cooler personalities. Um, I like seeing Yoda, little baby Yoda, just fucking tagging along everywhere. Like he just like stay here and you just like, just start following him. Uh, bone broth for the kid, uh, which is pretty cool. So I'm sure all the fucking CrossFitters out there being like, see, look, even it's cool to drink bone broth in star Wars. So healthy for you. Anyways, but- I don't drink bone broth. <laughs> yeah, people like you do though. Fuck CrossFitters. Anyways, um, yeah, CrossFit. That was really cool. Uh, I thought it was a little rushed. How the woman's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna stay here with you now." And like, almost pops off the helmet. I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! What's going on here?" Too early. Too That's, early. <laughs> yeah, way too early. It's like you're taking a PG or a rated G movie, and we're going rated R in like two seconds without warning. Like, you just don't do that. Um, it did answer Cara the it, it did answer the question though. Like he can take it off himself as long as it's not around others, so he can eat and clean his face. Um, to me, this is the first one that's really felt like a TV show. I saw the TV budget in this episode. Yeah, I did, yeah. I thought I thought the sets weren't as impressive. Um. Some of the acting. I mean, some of it was kids. Like, how do you act? How for do you for kids? the first, for the first time, as much as I want, to, I hate to say this and agree with you, Ed. I thought the music was way down on on par. It just nowhere near as good as the first three episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was the music that slightly put like sent me off a little bit that little guitar frame that was like kept going it just felt like an episode of firefly or something it was like <laughs> yeah right uh yeah just a bit of a random one like the pacing it's thrown me this one as i liked it there were bits in it i thought were great um i still love the show do you know what i mean oh I'm, yeah, yeah i'm not gonna Absolutely. fucking boycott it or write any petitions um <laughs> oh you're not gonna sign my petition no good man good man <laughs> just uh 
Yeah, I'm not mad about it. It's just, yeah, I thought it was all right. It was just, it, it just didn't enjoy it as much as well, the others. <clears throat> um, I thought those Marauders like reminded me of the Urukai from Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah. <laughs> they did, didn't they? And that, we actually oh said God, that, dude. yeah, straight away. And that that threw me like straight away. I was like, this does not feel like Star Wars. Well, uh, also, not, not that it should. Do you know what I mean? If we're gonna, I was having this conversation in the week. Like someone, someone I work with was saying, oh, I don't feel like Star Wars at all to me. This, like the show in general. And I think in order for us to move forward, we've got to get past that. Like that something's got to feel like Star Wars all the time. Yeah, yeah. We've got to go new places, and it's got to feel and explore um, different genres. Yeah, yeah. It just can't have lightsabers in the Force every single time, even. Yeah, yeah. But it does. Um, but yeah, it was good. Um, I thought Bryce Dallas Howard for a. If I'm presuming that's a directorial debut. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Mm. I thought she did a good a good job. Um, there was one shot in it I thought it was absolutely stunning, which was when the ATAT, uh, ATST, sorry, that um, Ed had spoiled for us earlier in the week. <laughs> <laughs> when that when that arrived at the camp and um, at the little village, the little farming village, there was like a side-on shot where you saw the ATST <clears throat> on the right-hand side of the screen, and then the camp like lit up in the dark. <clears throat> like loads of mist and stuff it was fucking beautiful um just that one frame i thought was really cool uh i like what they did with the red the red red uh, lighting the red cockpit yeah Yeah. yeah, yeah. make the eyes look red um i although my girls were watching it with me and i was like oh shit this might be too scary for them but yeah how did they react but they They were fine they were fine yeah all you have to do is explain it from a scientific standpoint man in the middle of the night, the best cockpit light to have is red. That doesn't mess with your night vision. I just so, tell them. Yeah. I just tell them it's pretend. It's with their night vision. Anyways. Anyway, do you think? Do you think a lot of those races were Klaatuinians? You know those guys you see in Jabba's. Uh, that's like the. I was trying to figure out what race they were. Dog but... race. Yeah, yeah. There's one on this. Um, this one on the the, the uh, desert skiff in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Standing behind Han and uh, Luke at the sail barge scene. Yeah, I, 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 I was trying to see a face vivid, like there was none of them were shown vividly, so you could tell what race they were. But that was the closest one I could see. Also, the a toy you get with the ATSC Marauder <coughs> from the Best Buy exclusive that I got last week has a Klaatuinian. <laughs> uh, uh, that's hurt. That's hurt. So there you smelt. go. Smelt, felt, and smelt. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, uh, I thought it was it was good. I enjoyed it, um, just not as much as the others. I thought there were some really cool bits in it. I liked the uh, um, when we saw like the first person, and he was looking through his like he could see the heat maps on the floor and stuff of people's feet and stuff through his visor. I thought that was really yeah, cool. Yeah, you know, you know what I get from that. This brings me back to the video game thing where like you're like upgrading the guy, you're upgrading mm. your oh, gadgets, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, he's got mm-hmm. this gadget. Uh, and it helps them Your with gear. Him. It helps push along the story as you're playing the video game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty much. <laughs> it's just like a side mission, isn't it? It's like yeah, yeah. yeah this episode did. Yeah. yeah, felt like a little side. Although with with the the lady there, what's her name? Do you guys know her name? I can't remember the name. Oh, the village person. Yeah, and I I know her daughter's name because the girls picked up on it when I was watching with Winda or whatever her name is. Win Winda. I think oh, it's Winter. Winter. I thought it was Winda. Anyway, um, 
Like, I want to know more about about her because she can fire a blaster rifle so well. Like, obviously, there's more to her than meets the eye. Mm. I thought that yeah. was cool. She's got some, some backstory, and she? Mm. Yeah, yeah. And um, Kara Dune, obviously, was great. Um, we'll get to you, Kev. But I want to. I, I really just want to ma- mention one thing. The I want to see more of that villager and Cara Dune in later episodes, and they kind of set it up mm. at the end where you may not. And I hope mm. that doesn't happen. I know. I I want to see Cara Dune again. I want to see these people again. It's like, oh, why didn't they just go with him yeah. at the end? They've got to use her again. Obviously, yeah. she's like, yeah, like didn't seem like she needed a lot of convincing to come along for the ride because baby yoda's cute as fuck so who wouldn't want to work for free to protect this little dude right <laughs> she did she did say though didn't she until we meet until we meet again yeah she'll yeah, be yeah. back yeah she's got to be hasn't she? she's not yeah. surely she's not just going to be in one episode is she no surely not. yeah yeah i don't know no, i like i love that whole interaction um uh with their initial i'll say meet and greet scene when they were fighting each other and like the baby yoda's like right there being like the fuck you guys doing? Want yeah. some soup? Just drinking his brew. Right? You want some soup? Is yeah, <laughs> having his bone broth, right? Oh, I love that. Just, I love that. Yeah. Is it the, it's it's well like the baby Yoda thing. I feel like it's it's really hilarious, but it's at the same time it's it's pretty well placed. Like I, I don't think it's super overdone. Um, I think I mean I'm having a really good time with it. It hasn't annoyed <clears throat> me yet. Yeah, yeah, it's Kev. An- Kev, what do you think? <laughs> Oh, well, the episode in general. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, as as I said, because like we, I watched it for the first time together with with me and Chris watched it, and um, I've watched it twice now, um, and I think I probably like it a little bit more than Chris on the second viewing, but it was kind of a strange feeling the first time, and it's it always is Kev. the main problem. <laughs> the main. <laughs> The main problem is the pacing. You'll find out one day. The main problem is the pacing. Because um, there's too much happening in an half an hour episode. Yeah. If you watch it, because like we mentioned it last night, we made a comment. There's a bit where he says something about they've been there for weeks. But like, I just felt it never got a chance to establish like character relationships. You know, like Mando and the villager. And then the kids with Yoda when they're saying goodbye, because you don't see any of it on screen. Yeah. And this is what I've talked about. Sometimes Star Wars does this, and it did it in the prequels sometimes, where you got to, like Anakin and Obi Wan would go, "Oh, you've been a, you know, you've yeah. been a good friend," but you yeah. never saw it. You were my brother, you, and you're like, "Well, we didn't fucking see it, did we?" You know, and like that nest, that in that- dude, Kev, that nest of Gundarks. <laughs> 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 so, um, yeah, I liked it. Decent episode, nothing brilliant. Um, yeah, um, but it was just there was just too much, and the pacing was terrible. And I think a lot of that, and it's the first time I'm going to criticise the writing in it. I thought Favreau tried to get too much in a 30 minute episode, and it didn't work. And when you compare it to what it reminded me of, and I said it to Chris last night, it reminded me of films like Seven Samurai and Magnificent Seven which tell stories over two or three hours. They tell that story where villagers are in trouble and the people come in and save the village. And, or, you know, you can look at spaghetti westerns. You can look at, you know, the, the dollars trilogy. They take two or three hours. This tried to do it in 30 minutes and it was too horrid. It was too rushed. 
But similar to you guys, some great bits in it, some really cool shots. Um, so I want to see more. I want to see more of Cara Dune. Uh, I want yeah. to see more of the villager. She, that was great when she was the only one who put a hand up to. Um, when she says, when he said, who, "Who knows how to use a blaster?" Um, Some people upset about that. Were they? Uh, ah, yeah. yeah. Well, why? Huh? Fucking idiots! In what way? <laughs> because she used. Uh, I can't even be asked into it. Well, I don't follow that crap. Yeah. I can't be bothered with it. Yeah, because so, uh... it's a female. And really? why do they know how to shoot? Yeah. Yeah, we're not. No, we're not going to get into that because. Oh, gee. Fuck that shit. <laughs> get in the bin. Oh, God. Anyway, mm-hmm. so. I mean, Leia's a pretty crack shot. Why don't they criticize her? I don't, whatever. I don't even want to respond to that. That's just ludicrous. So, anyway, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, decent episode. I think after. Certainly after last week's. It was like you said, Ed. You hit the nail. It was a real change of pace, I think. And mm. but actually taking the episode into context, it was just rushed. It just felt too hurried. They tried to get too much in to a thirty-minute episode, and I, I think horrid's like too much of a yeah. But yeah, it's it. I agree with you. It it pushed a little that way. Um, sorry. Just a side note: the widow is Omera. Played mm-hmm. by Julia Jones, and her daughter is Winta. You correct with that. Mm. Uh, played by okay. Isla Ferris. And Royal cast ten points. Get it on board. Yeah. Ten points. Kev got some rocks. So the whole the whole pacing thing you're talking about, Kev. Yeah. Um, this makes me want to ask the question: What are they? What kind of audience are they gearing this show to? Like, I feel like the way this episode played out, they're going for a younger, not us audience. Whereas I thought, to begin with, they're going to go more for like an older audience that liked, that was like a kid in the 80s. Like, not younger as in like under 10, like younger as in like teenager. Right. Like, like action. They pushed more action. They pushed more action than character development and story development. No? Um, I don't know. I've got to be honest. I didn't really. I never really thought about I, where they were. It's always seemed they were heading for a more. I won't say general audience, but they've clearly tried to make it a bit more universal. You know, because it's Disney Plus's flagship show, and they're one of the things I've wondered about the show, and 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 it's this isn't meant like nasty is that at the moment everything's been I won't say I don't know what the word is not safe but relatively I'm just wondering with Favreau if he's kind of just establishing it and then all of a sudden he's, he's going to sort of write something and pull the rug from under everything and then make it where you do you know what I mean by that, is that yeah. yeah and because obviously they've had to kind of bring an audience in and it's it's the Disney Plus flagship show and I think I've got to be honest, Ed, I've not really thought they're aiming it at younger ones or teenage ones. I've kind of thought it's a general that, like, you know, I mentioned last week that, you know, my mum, my dad, my sister, me are watching it. And you I watched it with your mum today? Yeah, watched it with my family today, went down for Sunday dinner. What did, they, what did your mum think? Similar thing. Similar thing to us. She yeah. was kind of like, she loves the show. You know, my mum, they're, they're all Star Wars fans anyway, but and my mum's a massive Star Wars fan, but she just sort of felt... She sort of went, 
straight away afterwards you went oh there was too much in that was too much yeah so so like a lot of the success of game of thrones and other shows is like they take the scenario that we saw in this episode and they stretch it over mm. three episodes because yeah. they're there for weeks so that's why i'm saying like why would they shorten it if not for possibly a younger audience wanting more action, I don't. I don't yeah, know. I get like, what you mean. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get. I get what That's you mean. the only reason yeah, I, I said what, that. Yeah, yeah. So like the attention span and just keeping it short. It's shit. weird though you say that because, like, there was a lot in it and it, it did feel rushed and the pacing was, but it it felt like forever to get going. Yeah, mm. I did. I get. It, I got a hint but, of that too. Like, really slow at the start. Yeah, I know what you mean. And it totally yeah. threw me. Yeah. Which, which I, which I liked, and I was all in for. I was like, okay, it's it's, it's, it, it's getting slow. It's going to be like Game of Thrones. We're going to do like a couple days per episode. Tell we're going to watch them farm these skrill or yeah. whatever they are. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love that first shot underwater. With it, like, oh, oh, that was, that great, was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm like, I'm in, in for this. And then suddenly it's like, bam! <laughs> Let's fight some ATSTs and gangsters. And four weeks later, let's leave. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly it, Ed. That, that's it, yeah. And it was like, so like the training bit took about 30 seconds. Yeah. And then the next thing it was like, right, we'll be back in a minute. We've got to go and sort this ATST so out. How long the next thing for? they brought that one there. And then it was like. And then, like you say, he was like there. We're going like, oh, I'm going to keep Baby Yoda here, and I'm going to go. And then it was like we've been here for weeks now, and everything just felt, you know. And the bit with Mando and the villager, it was like clearly they were hinting that there was a connection between them, but it, you never, it didn't delve deep enough to actually think that he was going to be tempted to stay there. Yeah. And clearly, when the kids when the kids said goodbye to Baby Yoda at the end, and she was like, oh, they, he's really happy here. But we didn't see it. Yeah. We never saw it on screen. It was like, you know, when the kid hugged Baby Yoda at the end, and it was clearly it was supposed to be like, I'm really going to miss you. But I was like, well, we haven't seen any of it. There was no development. Yeah, yeah. No. They're kind of like some of the Rogue One stuff that I've been complaining about. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get into that. Um, oh, Ed, don't, 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 dude, don't, Ed, don't, please. No, no, no. Like, it makes you think. I'm, I'm not aware of this. What's. what's... <laughs> This is this is BC, isn't it? Scruffy Buster. Buster. It's, it is BC. Uh, yeah. No, but I, it, it makes you think like maybe they filmed a fuckload more and they just cut it all out. Yeah, I, I don't know because I mean we're always clearly they did the thirty minutes or thirty five minute runtime, which they're obviously sticking to with each episode. And and Chris made a great point that I not thought about. And obviously when when they've said they'd spent. What is it? 115 million per episode. Did everyone hear that? Kev just, oh, no, said, Kev just said Chris made a great point. So. I feel sick actually. Carry on. I don't feel very well having said that. But it's but, outrageous. <laughs> but it, it was like, and I, it's a good point that like I didn't really feel that this looked or felt an expensive episode. That like it was worthy of that budget, and I looked at it. And when I thought of it, I mean, I mentioned last night, you know, um, there's a bit, obviously there's a bit that felt like Lord of the Rings. There were bits that felt like Seven Samurai, Magnificent Seven. And then there were bits that felt like Star Trek to me as well. There was 
there was bits that felt like and then bits like Hercules fighting. Yeah, the, the, like the, like the, like cheap TV series kind of. Was a, yeah. Yeah, there's a couple like, of bits that felt I feel like, like we're being dead naked, though. I know. I did like it. Do you know what I mean? I really oh, I liked, liked it, it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, and I don't want to shit on it. But we're not shitting on it because obviously you can't just go everything's amazing all the time. You know, look why at, not? The, What's wrong with Rogue One? Look at how bad. Look at how bad the Phantom Menace is. What's wrong? <laughs> What's wrong with Rogue One? No. Um, the base. Oh. The problem is. The problem is. There's no baseline for this kind of media. Like we don't have like a. I mean, Netflix and all that, but this isn't really like Netflix, right? Yeah. You can't... I don't know. Like, ne- What do you mean it's not like Netflix? It's, it's, they're not going to do mature content on this, I believe. Yeah. Right? Mm. Like, it's like they're, they're doing a no, whole new thing. Like, I, I find myself not comparing to, uh, to Netflix and Hulu and that. Like, I don't know why, but I mean, I know <laughs> yeah. why. So yeah. I, I don't, it, it's tough to like, to, to criticize because I don't know what should feel cheap or good or what. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, I'm like, okay, it's a TV show. That's fine. But then I see another scene. I'm like, oh my God, that looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Like for a movie. And then another scene, it's like, oh, that was like, I'm watching USA channel or whatever it is like the <laughs> some some cheesy action show on TV mm. I don't know I'm, I don't I don't I don't know how to I don't know how to judge it and I'm kind of just letting the whole series play out I like it obviously cuz Star Wars I love it but yeah I, I don't know I don't know I know I know what you mean Ed I mean like I said I don't think I thought the directing was really good. I thought that was fine. This time I did think the script was too rushed and the story was a little bit um, all over the place, which I love Favreau. I think he's awesome, but I just thought it felt a bit of a strange episode. Maybe when you watch all eight together, it might fit in a little bit better, but yeah. So that's it. Like, you know, when you sit and it's streaming, like, isn't it? it mm. We're in that binge, like, era now aren't we so like maybe it's needed after the first three just like bang 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 they like hit you and then when when you sit down and binge the whole season once it's all done Mm. maybe it'll feel different that's what I mean it it possibly will I mean I I felt a little bit different the second time I watched it because it was really strange last night wasn't it where Mm. there was like the four of us watching it and we I won't say quiet but we were all a bit oh yeah mm. Not yeah. sure about that. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like there was no because my friend John that we talked about earlier, he'd, he'd not seen any of it. So I, he managed to acquire it <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, watched yeah. it. Continue. Watch the first. Watch the first three episodes. Like literally yesterday. Yeah. But and then came straight to mind and watched watched the fourth one. So he was just like dead excited because he'd watched all three. Like oh yeah, it's brilliant. And then. It just kind of like the pacing, obviously. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think I think knows? there's some talent with installs in general. I mean, like at all. Is this us being afraid to say it sucks? No, no, no. I th- no, not at all. No, I mean, I it, might, it, it might, didn't suck. It might. It, it didn't fine. at all. It it's fine. not. Not at okay. all. I really all right, like. Right, right, right. I really just like making it. sure. Just making sure. <laughs> when, when I watched, you know, like when we watched the Force Awakens last night. Brilliant. And I think, yeah, and and 
I sometimes think like the difference between like the Force Awakens and the Last Jedi, right? Because yeah, the Force Awakens and JJ is, and it's not a criticism, but you know when you get that real crowd pleasing, yeah. But then sometimes, like the Last Jedi is more deep and thoughtful. We've talked about it, haven't we? Yeah, and and yeah. It, it may be in the context of the series because we had that absolute yeah. blinding third episode. Where we were fucking punching the air and giving it some yeah. holy shit, Mandos are coming and blah blah blah. When you watch them again, this is probably a little change of pace that might be actually you might feel different about it when you watch it all together because they can't as a series they can't keep doing that every week, can they? They can't just no. do a right. Oh look at this! This is a major surprise. I mean, can like, they? You know, and... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking hell! Yeah, come on, what's wrong with? Them? So. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I I felt a bit better about it the second time. I must admit. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it again. It's yeah, um, I, I, and I'm gonna relate it to Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones did a really good job its first six to seven seasons, anyway. And like, you'd get these highs and lows as you watched it. You know what I mean? Like, it'd be like a high, oh my god, and then like an episode where it's like a day in the life of Arya mm. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what yeah. does that have to do with anything? And then, and then I watched it again, like I binged it after I had already seen it all, and it's like totally different. So, like, it's like, oh my yeah. god, I want to see the next one, even though that was that same episode I thought was like slow and stupid, but now mm-hmm. it's like awesome because it's building up to the next one. You know what I mean? I I don't know. I don't, it's, but there is a lot a, of more. There's, there's a lot more talking in this one. Like Jimmy mentioned it, and it kind of when I watched it the second time, and he he talks about obviously his backstory a little bit that you know he was only young when, and then I kind of like that more the second time because we get to know a little bit more about him, yeah, you know, and it's kind of you thinking it is about him, isn't it really? Yeah, the title. I, I, I mean, uh... I liked it more the second time, thinking it's actually you finding more about him and. Um, you know the thing at the end. It just, I just thought, yeah, I liked, I did like it more the second time. Oh, something occurred to me <clears throat> when he was talking about how he was saved and taken in by the Mandalorians. Yes. Did that make you think he wasn't a Mandalorian to begin with? Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. Totally, what I got from it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Isn't that odd to you? Not really. No. Um, I think we'd speculated about when he said he was a. Um, uh, found him, wasn't it? We, yeah. Um, that's possibly possibly what it meant. But he said like his parents were killed. So when I watched it the second time, and you start you started sort of telling little stories like that, and like <clears throat> you know, not taking the helmet off, and he'd only done it now and again, and blah blah. And I kind of thought that was a little bit better the second time around. But it, well, it make it makes you think like what does being a Mandalorian mean? Is it yes. is it more yeah. you're born on the planet or is it more like you've you're in the um you know This is the way. A clan. Yeah. I think it probably means two different things in two different time periods. I think there's Ooh. Mandalorians pre the purge and Mandalorian's post-purge and obviously we're seeing a post-purge story and because a lot of the rules and things from what I'm gathering the things that these Mandalorians have said 
don't necessarily apply to Mandalorians that we've seen before. Yeah. Like he says, I can never take my helmet off. Well, you watch Clone Wars and Rebels, and Mandalorians are walking around with their helmets off all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's two different sets of rules, <clears throat> two different kinds of Mandalorians, if that makes sense. And that maybe they need to adopt people yeah do you think do you think from his do you think from his recall of uh describing his past that he was in that scene when his parents died if that's the scene where his parents died the mandalorians saved him or do you think if that is that is that what he was implying i think that's more likely now it looks more likely now dude doesn't it because we talked about that being yoda because that because that would be back in the clone war area because you saw the yeah. battle droid, but that's when Mandalorians were faced, you know, not in their helmets. And oh yeah, that's mm. true. So I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I love, I love your theory. It works, but I don't know. Maybe he was saved by Obi Wan, and then um, Obi Wan told him. Obi Wan Kenobi. Filoni's involved, isn't he? He's fucking. Oh yeah, he's got this all sorted. He's got it all sorted. He's not a mess. I am so excited to figure (laughs) it out, and he is probably itching to let us know because that's how he is. We've got another Filoni episode next week, don't we? Uh, I actually haven't looked. Is he directing the next one? I think so. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. We're gonna get some good storytelling. Yeah, because it's five, isn't it? Mm. And then. Who's doing six? Is it Rick? It could be Rick Fumiyami. Who was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. it's Chow. Then and it's Taika. Chow seven, isn't it? And, and then, then Taika. Taika Matiti. Taika from his couch. From his couch. It's Thor. Thor. That kid's back again. He's calling me a dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. That's a perfect impression. <laughs> Piss off, ghost. Piss off, ghost. <laughs> Yeah, those foundations are ruined. <laughs> so anyway, that's our reaction to Chapter 4. Obviously, it might change as more chapters come out and we binge, binge it through. Um, yeah. We will see. Uh, we have one question from a listener. This is from uh, John Boffman. He said... Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, John. Hey, John. Johnny boy. <laughs> hey. Come on, John. Do it. <laughs> Do it! <laughs> I could do it, John. I could kill you, John. This is might be directed more at you guys because I've kind of rent, oh. read it already because I have not done what he is asking. Uh, hey, here's a question for the pod. A few episodes ago, Chris or Kevin talked about hearing a French dub of a Star Wars film and the C-3PO voice they used. This might Star be... Tours. Yeah, it might oh, be Star Tours. Yeah, yeah, Star Tours. Tours. And it got me thinking about other voiceover work for the films. Given that all of you own multiple copies of Blu-rays, DVDs, laser discs, VHS, and Betamax cassettes with various languages tracks, have you ever listened to them? Given that you guys know all the lines back to front, it's not like you need the English dialogue. So if you've ever listened to the dubbed versions, which voices were the best? Was the French Lando silky smooth? <laughs> was the Spanish Vader a little too jaunty? Which voices were horrifying abominations? What does R2-D2 sound like in Estonian? And if you haven't listened to the non-English audio tracks before, might I suggest that for a future discussion? 
maybe as you bide time for the Mandalorian to be available in the UK. <laughs> We're getting trolled by a listener. Unbelievable. (laughs) Because we know that's going to be a while. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Tarragus! Wow. Have you guys dabbled in in listening to any of the, at least the original trilogies in other languages? I was going to entertain this then until that uh, ended uh, that way. No, no, I haven't, John. No. (laughs) Right, is it something you're going to add to your list of things to do? Kev, what are you doing? I'm going to go. I'm googling something. I'm googling. <laughs> Kevin has. Kevin's got his phone out. He's spending an hour googling. Do you know what I'm doing? I'm going to. I'm googling the Spanish for "Hello, what have we here?" <laughs> <laughs> what have we here? Yeah. Hola. Hola. Que tenemos aquí. That's Spanish for. Uh, I mean, fluency, people. I would be interested in. I would be interested in hearing Lando's voice in other languages. Like, what? Who are they using? You know what I mean? Like, 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 what kind of suave are they conveying with French and Spanish? It wouldn't have been Anthony Daniels as 3PO, though, would it, in French? No, he, of course it would. Or would he, he'd probably want to do it in French, though, wouldn't he? Yeah. He'd want to do, like, I'm doing it in every language. Yeah, Nobody else can play like does, he yeah. know, does he know a bunch of languages? Do we know? I'm going to generalize to say no. Six million. <laughs> probably, like, Joey and Friends, and it's just like, blah, 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 Just to get his paycheck. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Have you ever done it? Have you ever listened to it? I haven't. That's why I was throwing no, it to you guys. I have never done it. Well, I might I try it. I feel like I, I would. Yeah, I kind of want to try it, actually. Just to like, at least hear like, what, what some of the characters' voices sound like. Yeah. 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 That's Especially cool. the droids. Especially like the droids, like you say. That could be, you know. Mm, yeah. 3PO in a foreign language, because <laughs> I bet Anthony Daniels would insist that he did is everything. Is it just as annoying? Yeah, I want to know if Anthony Daniels did it. Like, if is yeah. he pompous Every enough to demand? Spanish, French, German, <laughs> flipping Chinese, Portuguese. He'd just go, I'm doing everything. It's my character. See him on Star Wars. I haven't, not yet. Well, no, like, yeah. you know what? I usually watch the Star Wars show, but like, he was... <laughs> He was on it, and I was like, eh. Is he push? No, no, no. I, I looked to see if he was pushing his book, and I was like, oh, he is. Never mind. Of course he is. Ugh. I only criticized episode eight. The episode title was called Anthony Daniels Graces Us With His Presence. <laughs> so that, any any other uh, comments on the... We're, we're all going to... We're, we're, we are all possibly going to test out listening to the movies in other languages. I, I don't know. But Kev, you said you're interested, right? I am going to listen to them. I'm going to check the different... What are you going to do? I'm going to do it in Chinese. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. How suave is Lando? That's my biggest thing. In Chinese. I want to know... Yeah. Ooh. Is it like the real not, thing? I am definitely not going to an attempt an impression of a Chinese. No. Language. <laughs> the language is too because that wouldn't be racist at all. Would it? It wouldn't be racist. We'd have to edit the whole fucking terrible. episode. There would be an not episode. Not racist because I love the Chinese. Well, you've got a new gun ray pizza box, ain't you? So yeah, I love it. You, you support oh. those like, impressions. <laughs> now you're just saying George Lucas is racist. <laughs> well, 
if the hat fits. <clears throat> no money, no pots, no deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that ends episode number 97. James, punch it. Folks, enjoy it. Take care of your loved ones. Watch out for your baby Yodas so they don't get assassinated. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time on uh, episode number 98. Smile. I have spoken. Yes, he has. Uh, Save the dream! 18 days, let's Come on, come on! Yeah. This is the way. This party's over.